Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Libraries Podcast Checkout MPL. This is Ashley, and I am here with Marilla. I want to say hi, Marilla. Hi. <laughs> so, Marilla is a former teen advisory board member and library teen. She's no longer a teen. Um, last time we talked with Marilla, she sat down with a podcast. We were thinking maybe it was 2020, maybe early 2021. It was her and another TAB member, Aaron, and they were talking about their college experiences. First, maybe it was first year of college. I don't know. No, I think it was 2020 because you were going to have Lily on it too. Yes. That was her first year. Yes. So that's the last time you guys heard Marilla. Marilla is now heading to her senior year of college, which is crazy. So do you want to remind our wonderful listeners where you're going to school and what you're going for? Yeah, um, I go to school at Loyola University Chicago, and I'm studying environmental science. Um, Ashley said I'm going into my fourth year of undergraduate study, mm-hmm. and then after that, I have one more year because I'm in a accelerated master's program for a master's degree in environmental science. Exciting. So you have one more year after this, then, and then you have your master's? Yeah. What are you going to do with your degrees? Do you have an any idea? Excellent question. I do not have an answer. You don't have an answer yet? So you just, today's your last day. You said your last day of an internship. Yeah. Was that kind of tied into your degree then? Yeah. So we want to, what was I that about? Interned with Clean Wisconsin, which is an environmental nonprofit in Madison. So I did a lot of work on the science of, I did like large scale solar projects and road salt were my two main projects. Interesting. Yeah. Involved a lot of chemistry for the road salt part, and chemistry is not my strong suit, but I tried my very Hey, I bet you did. I bet you did, yep. (laughs) So did you enjoy that work? I did, yeah. Yeah. Can you see yourself, like, doing that as a career now? Maybe. If the job is out there for you, right? right. (laughs) Well, that's exciting. Um, Did you enjoy your time at school, in the school that you chose? Yes. Did you? Yes, I did. Yeah. I'm glad to be back at the school instead of in my basement right yeah so when we talked with marilla last time it was covid so virtual classes yep so you actually got into the schools and into did you stay like on the dorms in the dorms or was it more apartments there for my first year i was in a dorm okay but then it's in the city there's not a ton of dorm space yep so unless there's like certain circumstances yep this apartment i have a new apartment that i'm moving into next week so that'll be exciting that is very exciting. Well, I wish you all the best of luck. And you're not last year, but you're almost, you're like near the end. Last year? Yeah. Last yeah. year, part of it. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. So I really wanted to bring Marilla on to this podcast because whenever she comes into the library, her and I always have great conversations about books. Marilla is a big reader. I'm not as much of a reader as she is, but we have a great time talking about books. So I just thought we would just chit chat back and forth and talk about what we recently read. Marilla does this really weird thing where she rereads books all the time. So I want to ask her about that. Um, but yeah. So Marilla, have you read anything good lately? Yes. Okay. So you know, well, the podcast doesn't know, but my favorite series is The Aurelian Cycle by Rosaria Munda. Yes. And third and final book of the trilogy, Fury Song, came out on Tuesday. And I didn't sleep a lot. Did you finish I it already? It. it was so good. Good. Was it well worth the wait and everything? I don't know. I'm like mildly traumatized because it was so, there was so much going on. It's basically been escalating to like an exponential degree, this entire series. Yep. 
and it was a really satisfying ending because I'm convinced the author is a genius. Yeah. But well, that's good. Yesterday, I spent like two hours when I was supposed to be doing other things, just rereading scenes that I liked from the book. I love doing that. Like, there's some scenes that I couldn't reread because they're just too much. They were going to make me cry again. Really? Uh, I cried several times. Oh, no. I never cry at books, but. <sighs> so it must be that good. It was so good. Ashley needs to read the series. <laughs> Ashley has not read the I series. have not. And then Marilla talks about it all the time. So the first book is called Fireborn. Fire, Fireborn. Okay. And it came out. I don't know, like four years ago? It was like 2019. Okay. And then yeah. I read it in 2020 okay. for the first time. Yeah. And then I read it five more times in the next 11 months. So so it might be good. <laughs> I read it five times. And then there's a second book. Yes. And then the third one just came out. Yes. And it's done. The trilogy it's done. is done. The trilogy is done. Mm-hmm. And it has dragons in it. it and that's why you l- picked, it up. picked it up. Yes. Like Marilla dragons. loves her dragons and her books. Um, okay. So Fireborn, everyone. I want to see yeah, lots of holes sure on that one. That. <laughs> okay. For, you know, all the people who listen to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> that's exciting. Okay. So you've re- have you only read the third one once so far? Yes, because it came out on Tuesday. Okay. Today is Thursday. Well, you never know. If you really, really liked it, you could just start it right over again. I have done that before. Yeah, have you? But this one, it took too much out of me. I need to like... A little step back away step, from step it. Step back. I love books that give you that feeling like, what did I just read? I want to think about it all the time. Yes. I want to reread these scenes. I love books that like you think about a scene and you have to reread it again. So it sounds like that was a book for you. Yes. And honestly, it felt kind of like since the second book came out in March, I think, of 2021. Okay. So I've been waiting for like a year and a half. And like I read, reread both the first and second book several times in preparation. Waiting. But it felt kind of, but like I really know those books really well at this point. And it felt kind of surreal, like reading things I don't already know that happens to these characters. Right. It's like there's more content. Right. <laughs> like I don't know the concern right quite yet. That's awesome. And if the books are just the... I'm, I'm going to ramble on about no, this. No, continue. We could do so. I love <laughs> the, this. Um, I really love the writing style because it's like very simple but very impactful. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the author does everything well. But the the tension just increases so well. Yeah. It's like not any down parts, especially the second book. Like the first book, it was very intense, but it was also a lot of setup. And then the second book... You were just thrown there. Yeah. So the third book is everything falling apart dramatically. But then it comes back together at the end. I assume it kind of, does it have a happy ending kind of? It has a satisfactory ending. Okay. So it kind of wraps up everything up. It doesn't leave me hanging or disappointed. Right. No. Like some, a lot, a lot of, I remember, I don't read a lot of young adult books much anymore, but usually with trilogies, by the third book, I was just like disappointed in the story, like. Sometimes it just dragged out a little bit too much for me. Like Hunger Games really dragged out for me. And that matched and crossed. I can't remember the third one. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. sometimes they just stretch out a story too much. But you feel like this was an appropriate amount of story and books and everything. Honestly, it would have taken more. But but also, (laughs) if there had been more, it wouldn't have been as good as it was. Right, right. Yeah. But also, I'm really into, like, themes and parallels and things. And that ties into character arcs. Those are all my favorite parts of books plot whatever this had a really great plot yeah like that's not my thing so basically i'm just i i've convinced like 15 people to read this series and three of them are currently reading the third one and sending me live updates are they are they enjoying it as much as you did there's a lot of 
yelling because bad things are happening, but it's also very good. Right. And we're like, how does the author do this? Yeah. I bet it's awesome that, like, you know what's coming, what they're going to be reading pretty soon. And I'm sure you just want to, like, talk about it and everything with yes, them, too. I do. I, I was the one, the thing with the other books is that when I was reading them with people, because we did buddy reads. Yep. With, I did buddy reads of these books with a lot of people. So we'd get to, like, react in real time. And so I get to yell about my thoughts. But this time, since I was the first person that I knew who was reading it, yes. I could just only scream about it in my head. <laughs> and I have so many thoughts. And I just sometimes had to put the book down and just, like, stare at the wall. Yeah. And there's it did a lot of tying back of parallels that mirror, like, the first book and then tied into the second book. Okay. And I would just spot these little reference not references but like no, nods there we go back okay. to the other scenes uh, and like here's, sure. a, here's a similar setup but with a different those characters are swapped and the outcome is different I'm like <laughs> losing my mind that's awesome yeah yeah and it's also it's based on um, well the inspiration is it's a lot of classic texts like the Iliad and Plato's Republic and like I don't know a lot about that mm -hmm. um but I mean I know enough just from like osmosis and pop right. culture right but the author studied that sort of thing at school, so it's kind of, it's not a retelling, but it pulls in elements, elements of, of inspiration. It. Like, the world building is based off Plato's Republic, actually. Okay. I'm not familiar with that. But, Me either. Not a single clue. It's, it's very cool, though. That's and awesome. The themes and the morality is so, like, there's no good options ever. Yeah. There's only bad options, and which one is better. Every time you talk about it, like, I have to read this, and I don't know why it happens. Everyone needs to read it. Everyone needs to read it. <laughs> Maybe I have to get multiple copies so everybody can read it. Um, has the author written anything else? Or is no, this the only three? Oh, Do she, you... She's been teasing new book new soon okay. on her social media. And I'm like, I need it. Yeah. I was just going to ask if you know she's having anything else coming up. She's going to, I'm sure. Yeah. This was her first published series. Yeah. Okay. So Fireborn is the, Fireborn, first, yes. is the first one with that. Fireborn, Flamefall, and Fury Song. Okay. Do I have? I just have Fireborn here, right? I'm not sure because I own the books. Yeah. So I can read them. I, th I, I think like. I have. I might have to get the other two. I think I have Fireborn. You have Fireborn. I've seen mm -hmm. it. I don't know if I ever I got the second to it one before when yes. I'm here. Like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Go read this now. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's very exciting. Well, besides that, have you read anything else? Exciting. Well, that you really liked. Mostly rereading. Okay. All right. So see so that you brought it up. <laughs> Um, so Marilla rereads, she, well, you read Fireborn, you said like five times, if yeah. not more. Oh, I read it more than five times. Yeah. That was just in that one year span of time. Um, so I'm not a big fan of rereading because I feel like I've already read the story. I moved on. I don't want to revisit this again. Although I am going to be reading Fangirl again by Rainbow Rowell. I convinced Jamie to read it. Yeah. And I'm going to be doing a program in the fall called about book tabbing. Oh, you know, like mm -hmm. indicating different parts of the book with a little flag, whatever. Um, so I want to reread that one because I think about that one every once in a while. There's certain scenes in that book. <clears throat> so I can see the appeal of rereading that, I guess. <laughs> but why do you like to reread books so often? Um, I like to think about books a lot. So if the book is really good, I like to go back and like pick out all the themes and like dissect. Dissect feels so clinical, but like... <laughs> find where the character like where the character arcs switch and like analyze the progression of character relationships and once I know what happens this is especially true with like long series when I go back to the beginning of the series it's yeah. like these children don't know anything 
because I'm mostly read re- like YA, right? And middle grade, so it's like they are children, so it's like, oh, they're so small, right? They know nothing, right? I know what's going to happen. So you like the aspect of kind of like knowing what is going to happen and seeing right. how like the characters react. Yeah, I like to see how they got there because when I'm reading it for the first time, I don't know anything either. I'm right. just going through. But when I know what's happening, I can pick up clues that the author left and trace the character arcs and the development of the themes and things. Is it not like, I don't want to say like disappointing because like say there's a big climax, a big twist or something like you already know it's coming. Does that affect how you approach the book then? No. No? No? Okay. No. So I feel like if there's a book that has this really big twist in it or something, mm-hmm. and you know it's coming, and when then you read it, it's like not, you don't have the same effect as it had the first time around. It doesn't have the same effect, but it has a different effect it couldn't have had the first time. Okay. And, well, I've never really been bothered by spoilers. Yeah. So that's probably part of it. Some people cannot handle spoilers. Right. I used to read the last page of a book all the time, and I would get spoiled all the time. Yeah. <laughs> So that's never really bothered me. So if it bothers people, they probably wouldn't really read her. Right. Yeah. Um, But it's, and also I don't think like, I'm also against just using twists for shock value. Okay. Because it's just, it feels like cheap writing kind of. Again, I I like to write creatively in my free time. So also I have like the kind of author perspective. Yes. But um, I like, so I guess there's two things I was going to say with that. I like, to see the, um, in light of what I now know has been the twist, to go back and see how I can read that into what those characters involved with the twist okay. have been doing before. Because you can spot clues that you didn't, didn't see, see before. They are there. Yeah. So, like, say your second or third, fourth time around that you're reading it, are you seeing you, are you reading at like a slower pace maybe to catch those little things? Like, when I first read a book, I'm zooming through mm-hmm. so like i want to read this book i want to know what's happening right. you see yourself slowing down like the Definitely. second time through yeah because yeah, i am paying attention to all these details and things i also like to um i like to reread via audio sometimes okay because that's a different like listening i catch different details yep. than i do even when i read something i've read a lot of times yep um, yeah i've done i guess i've done a couple rereads i read the first and then the audio because I sometimes find myself with audio, I get distracted by things around me. So if I've already read the story, right. like I, I don't get lost. I agree with that. Like you can miss like a couple minutes or whatever, but you know where it's going yeah. and what happened more or less. Yeah, because if, if I'm listening to an audio for the first time, like I feel like I have to like really, really listen to it. Mm-hmm. But usually when I'm listening to an audio, I'm either working out or like cleaning or something and right. I can get easily distracted. Mm-hmm. I can see the merits of rereading that way for yes. sure. And then back to how it twists. Sometimes there's just no setup for them whatsoever in the book. And the author just wants to shock the readers right. by throwing something that wasn't even set up. And I don't and I think that a book can be excellent without any twists, like any like major gasping twists right. or whatever. Because it can be well written. But if the twist is in there and there's absolutely no lead up, it just feels like the author's trying to do a shortcut to get people yeah. interested without without taking the time to like set it develop up. that and develop mm-hmm. yeah yeah and honestly i make the joke that my favorite genre of book is insane layers so that probably has to do with it because if the book has a lot of subtle things going on mm-hmm. and like a lot of subtext i love subtext do you yes it's my favorite. i can never catch it like i 
I read just to read something for like an enjoyable moment. Like I don't like the deep dive into my books. As soon as I finish a book, I completely forget about it. But it seems like you really like absorb a book, read between the lines and all that. Not the first time usually. Yeah. But the second time or third time for sure. Because well, um, the Fireborn series has like a ton of layers and they all tie into each other so well. And I'm trying to think of other examples. There's a book called In Other Lands by Sarah Reese Brennan, and it has an unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. And you as the reader can totally tell what's going on from this narrator's perspective. Like, really, even though the narrator interprets it completely different just because of the way the subtext is in there. Right. And also the character relationship between like the main the main three is really good. So I like to go back and like read about that. That's as, awesome. As well. Um. Are there books that you just won't reread? Like, even if you enjoyed reading it the first time around, is it just something, like, you just won't reread? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I Usually my rereads are ones that I've reread lots of times. Okay. Like, it's um, occasionally, like, if a new book is coming out in a series and I want to read the third book, but I don't remember anything happened in the first two, yep. I might, you know, read the first two and then the third one and then just I'm done with the series. Now you're done. If I can't remember what happened in the first two and I don't care enough about reread to reread them, I usually don't read the third one. Right. Yeah, I run across that because usually books in a series come out like with a year in between. Mm-hmm. And then like I really, really want to read the next book in the Sarah J. Moss series, mm-hmm. but I don't remember anything that happened in the first book. And I really don't want to reread the first book. Right. So that's a book that I read the last page and already figured out what happened. So <laughs> I just skipped 500 pages and figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some books that like, yes, I'm going to reread this one because it's so good. And you know, you're going to reread it. And uh, I there's like, it's like, I usually, it's also fantasy. Well, that's my yeah. favorite genre. So yep. I'll reread those more frequently because a, they're my favorite, but also, B, there's more going on usually. Right. Like, I do enjoy reading, like, contemporary books or romance books mm-hmm. or some other, just other mystery, just, like, random genres. Mystery is a good one to reread, but I don't enjoy them enough to, yeah. to like, catch the clues. Or right. Yeah. But, um, so I'll, like, read those once and I'll definitely enjoy them. We'll be like five stars. Yeah, I really enjoyed this book, but there's just not enough like going on for me to. Right, there's probably like, no need to reread right. it because there's stuff like, stuff you're not like missing. Right, like yeah. everything I read the first time is what's going on. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, and even if there's a twist, they're usually not as dramatic as they can be in fantasy books. Right, and need less setting up. Right, and if you're reading like romances, we all know that like, romances are very formulaic, <laughs> so you know what's going to happen already, right. and like. They're going to break up, and then they're going to get back together. <laughs> and, my, and, like, they're fun to read. They are. Read they're good, like, palette cleansers, yeah. too. Um, I get I got stuck on romances. I've been stuck on romances for, like, the last two years or so. Um, I went through different varieties of romances. Um, now I'm into um, what I read, Heartstopper, just recently, and a young adult graphic novel which is really good. It's on Netflix. It's really good. It is very good. It's very, very sweet. And um, I'm actually doing some programs this fall with Heartstopper. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. I think all the staff have read it. We all enjoyed it. I've been following the webcomic for years. And so it's, and like, it's popular, but it's like really exploded since the Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. So it's just like all the online spaces are crazy about Heartstopper. Yeah. And I think too, because the, show kind of follows the book very well oh, it follows it real well yeah because the author wrote the scripts yeah 
And that's an exciting part about like books, the movies or books, the TV, if the author's involved, then, you know, mm-hmm. so I know like Sarah J. Moss, hers is being made into a TV series. And I know there's the fandom will be very, very upset if it goes off script uh, and it's different than the books. There's a Percy Jackson TV show that they're filming and Rick Riordan is... Is he involved? He's... he's involved in that one. good <laughs> so i'm really hopeful yes yeah and and the thing is that even if they do change things because there are things that work in books that don't yep. work on screen and like that's fine like heartstopper added some plot lines and things mm-hmm. and um but if but the author knows how to make those new plot lines or change the existing plot lines to be true to the characters correct yeah to their style yes like the author's style yep and it's kind of to fit into the story because they know right. the story they live the story right exactly yeah so like if it goes off the exact book events order i'm not really upset if it's done in a way that it fits, fits. like it could have been part of the book like it, right like yeah exactly. that's how i felt with most of heartstoppers yeah subplots. like it could have been in there yeah if the books had been like you know longer yep yeah alice Oseman didn't have to draw every every scene <laughs> right right yeah, so those are definitely books that we recommend as Heartstopper. They've been very popular lately, very popular. With all ages, adults and teens have been reading them. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that you like to write. Oh yeah. So you've been I know you've been writing something for a while, and you've had several different like iterations of it. Mm-hmm. Is that are you still working on that one piece? Not currently. I finished the most recent draft in last november okay and um some people have read it and given me feedback but i but i haven't really felt like going back to it to fix things yet. yeah like i feel like there's going to be some time i'm just going to be sitting there and i'll accidentally start thinking about it yep. and then i'll suddenly realize how to fix all my problems with the draft and then i'll be excited to work on it again but right now well i've been kind of obsessed with that project and so like i wrote a ton like i wrote it took me a year to go through like three drafts and wow it was like the most I've ever written at once. I tallied up. I took all my like because I have like documents where I write planning stuff. Yep. And it was like half a million words in a year. Oh, <gasps> jeez. So I'm totally burnt out. I just haven't written anything. Yeah. You just have to step away from it and go back. Yeah. Is this one? Are you writing with a friend with this no, one? No. Oh, okay. It's just you yeah. writing this one. Yeah. I used to co-write in. High yeah. School, and then it just didn't work out in college. Okay. Okay. So the one I was working on that I just finished is a Hamlet retelling. That's exciting. Are you so? What do you, are you hoping to get it published? Kind of share it with people, or is it just for yourself? Um, or you, I do don't you know? Want to get it published? Okay. The publishing industry seems scary. Like it mess. is I, scary. I feel like re- even more recently, it's harder to get. I watch a lot of TikToks, <laughs> so I see a lot of authors saying that it's hard because you have to like be involved in social media to get word out about your book and that's how it's kind of advertised and everything like there's been tons of books that have become so popular because of tiktok yeah so you don't seems like a mess it does yeah i like i obviously i write because i enjoy it yep and that's why i don't feel pressure to like go back to my draft that I finished and write it again immediately. Right. It's like, I, if I don't, if it's not fun for me, I'm not going to do it. Right. Right. But I do, but like I did share it with some friends and mm-hmm. they enjoyed it. And that was really gratifying for me that people read it and enjoyed it. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you okay. think maybe, I know there's tons of like websites out there and everything too, where people like put up 
their writings. You want to do that? No, no. <laughs> Are you gonna write anything else after? Yeah, I yeah. When when something comes to you to start yeah. writing. I've ideas none of them have plots because basically i think of an idea and i think of all the characters and all the themes yeah i'm like i want this character's arc to go like this and it ties into this theme yeah and it ties into this and i'm like <laughs> so what are we actually going to do to make these happen right and when am i going to work on it seeing that you're in college you're getting your master's going to be getting a job yeah <laughs> adulthood is ruining all your fun isn't it <laughs> i haven't really been writing again since yeah. like last november since i was kind of like fixated on this one draft set all my free time yeah on it. yeah the one i'm playing around with it's so much to do about nothing retelling so that's more shakespeare yeah it's looser than the hamlet retelling like the hamlet retelling was like it's a fantasy retelling but it took a lot more like direct plot okay. elements even though i incorporated them differently okay this one's more it's going to be looser because much ado is a it's like a romantic comedy mm-hmm. and my version so far has no romance and minimal comedy so <laughs> so it, yes very loose retelling <laughs> well that's awesome that's really awesome well do we have any other books or anything that you want to talk about that people should read i'm trying to think of what i read lately and of course like i said i read something and I just completely forget about it i've been reading a lot of those like romances with like the cartoon covers you know yeah. on them a lot of them are coming out. A lot of Tessa Bailey. Lucy yeah. Score. I don't read a ton of romances. I like just started mm-hmm. reading them like this past year. Yeah. And they're still not my favorite. Yeah. But. And you and I, we've talked about this before too. Like I used to read a lot of young adult romances and you did too. But now obviously I'm an adult and you're mm-hmm. like a new adult too. And you don't want to be reading like the teen romances don't appeal to you anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's some authors that write them that I'll still read everything they write because I really yep. like the author's writing style. I yep. think they do character arcs really well. You're yep. seeing a theme with me. But um, I'm less likely to pick up a completely unknown yep. one before. Yeah, yeah. I think I read a lot of them, and then I read Sarah J. Maas, and her books were more adult, and that was kind of like my, I don't want to say introduction into adult romances because I read was reading those when I was 13 and younger. <laughs> um, but kind of got me back into mm-hmm. adult romances and and a lot of that stuff is me made into like Netflix movies and TV series too. I still read YA fantasy the most. Yeah, yeah. Because I n- I never read like a ton of like contemporary YA to mm-hmm. begin with. No, you were always fantasy yeah. dragons. dragons. <laughs> yes, my hands were telling has dragons. Does it? Of course it does. It should. It should. <laughs> should throw a dragon in every story that you write. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any books that you are completely anticipating that are coming out? I know like September is a really big time for new releases. Do you know of anything that's coming out that you're really looking forward to? Oh, there are a couple, but I haven't been thinking about them because I've been waiting for Fury Song. Oh, so, like, <laughs> your, your brain space is full of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a, a middle grade series I've been following since it started when I was like 12. That oh. was like 10 years ago. Yeah. So... At this point, I'm too invested. I just reread that series. Okay. Which oh, is that the lost, lost keeper of the lost? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that one has its first book in its. There's two books left, and there hasn't been a book for two years. And so the ninth one, there's going to be well, there's going to be eleven, but one was eight point five. It's a little confusing. Okay. But the book nine, yeah, is coming out 
in this fall. So okay. I'm excited about that just because it's like finally. Yeah. That's so that series has been going on for 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah, the first book was published in 2012. Wow. For like a it's a middle middle grade yeah. series, isn't it? Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I know it's really popular. Yeah. Yeah, I see them go. There are big ones too. Mm-hmm. And I see them go out quite frequently. Yeah, I borrowed I own I the first couple, but then I had to borrow the other ones and there were just pages falling out of your copy. Yep. <laughs> people people like these books. They do. They do. Yeah. Um, there are definitely books that I'm looking forward to coming out. Like I made a list. I'm like, there are so many books this fall. I'm not gonna have time to read them when yeah. they come out. And I like send it to my friend because we discuss books all the time. Yep. I'm totally drawing a blank. Yeah. I can't think of it. I know like September is a big time for book releases. And I guess I will be looking at September books. I should be looking at September books and getting those ordered pretty soon. I couldn't tell you a thing that's coming out. Oh, okay. I found my list. Nice. Um, oh, the sequel to Legendborn by Tracy Dion. Oh, yeah. I can picture that book cover. Yeah. Oh, I read it. I'm, I've been meaning to read it for ages. And then, I, and then I just finally put the audio on hold this past spring. Okay. And it was really good. Was like, it? I, I really enjoyed I, it. I hear, I think it won a couple of awards. I'm pretty I sure it did so. for youth media. Um, but yeah, I've heard really good things about that one. So the second one, Blood Marked, is coming out this fall, I believe. Okay. So I'm excited to read that one because I recently read the first one too. Like, so I didn't have to wait a long time. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look on our book ordering mm-hmm. new release calendars. So bear with me here. Um. Oh, the Graceling series has another one coming out. <gasps> Does? Yeah, by Kristen Cashor? Yeah. <gasps> it's called Sea Sparrow. Um, it's from Hava's perspective. I remember really, really loving those books when it, they first came out. Mm-hmm. There's Graceling, Bitter Blue, Fire something. Um, the first It's Graceling, Fire, Bitter Blue. And yep. then like a, a couple years ago or last year or something like that. Winter. Winter Keep. Okay. Okay. Now it's Sea Sparrow. Okay. Yeah, I really liked Gracing a lot. Yeah. I reread that series before rereading. I reread that series before Winter Keep came out since it'd been years. Yeah. I read them. Yeah, I couldn't tell you like I know I really enjoy them, but I couldn't tell you like anything about them quite. Not. I just know like the eyes. The color changing <laughs> eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm excited for Sea Sparrow. I'm glad that she's coming back to that world to write more books. Good. Um yeah, that's a really good series. I'm struggling with my password here. Oh, and then there is, I don't know if you read the Truth Witch series by Susan Denner? I I read like maybe like the first three or four, I think. Yeah. That's um, still coming out in that series too? Yeah, well, the last one, it, it, it's not coming out for a couple years, I don't Oh, jeez. But she has another urban fantasy series that's starting. Okay. Um. It's coming out this fall called The Luminaries. Okay. So I read that one actually. I had to, I got an advanced copy. So that one was pretty fun. I think I remember with the Truth Witch series, there's like a lot of POVs though, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I kind of struggled with. Like there was like five or six different POVs. I don't remember. And like, uh, I like the story, but I struggled a lot with that. Like it's hard to keep track of so many people. Yeah. 
and the and there's like gaps between the books that are coming out Mm -hmm. which like that's fine like authors take their time especially with like these big fantasy complicated yes series that go on for a long time yes like I, I that's fine yeah just had, i'm just forgetting all the little details yeah i know um angie who works here she hates hates that series takes so long so she mm. always just wants to wait until the series is complete before she starts it i remember i recommended her a book once and it was like the first in a series and she finished it and she was very mad that she had to wait which i completely understand because i always like i said i forget what happened in the other books and i just get frustrated when i'm trying to read the others yeah the luminaries is definitely a different writing style is that yeah it was it was fun like it wasn't like super complicated right like the because the witchlands books the truth witch books they have like tons of little details and see foreshadowing for, for book five and book one like all that complicated stuff going on. Yeah. But again, I mean, this is going to be a trilogy, the Luminaries. Okay. And next two haven't even been written. But, so, like, I don't really know. But it, the writing style, it's a different writing style. Okay. It's urban fantasy. So, I enjoyed it. Okay. It's not, it's not, it wouldn't fall under my would reread. Category, right. Okay. But okay. That was fun. But it was enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, and one of my favorite authors, Francis Harding. Okay. Um, is coming out with a new book called Unraveler. Okay. And I'm not sure if, when it's published, because she's in the UK. So it's publishing this fall in the UK, and I'm not sure when it's coming yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Is. But her books have tons of layers, too. She writes, like, middle grade or lower YA, okay. usually. Okay. So Fly by Night is really fun. I love the writing. She has one of my favorite writing voices, Frances Harding. Okay. It's just fun and unique. And so Fly by Night is my favorite but also deep light that came out a couple years ago had like crazy themes crazy layers that integrated and her world building is very cool so those are rereadable books i reread deep light did you but i I read everything that she puts out do you kind of automatic read for you right and like i don't always enjoy all of her books as much as like my favorites by her Mm -hmm. i still read them all they're all really good because you like like her writing style and yes, everything. Like yeah. Her. Are you? Do you think you're influenced by some of these authors towards your own writing? Um, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, especially because I reread them so many times. Right. Um, you probably you probably pick up a lot of how yeah. they structure their right, and it's more aspirational instead of like I can actually implement it. Right. Like you know, these are like you know professional professional writers who are you know published for a reason. Right. Right. They're just they're really good at what they do, and I just do this for fun, you know. Yeah. Like I'm like I I want to write like these authors. Yeah. Like, I want to have a writing style like Francis mm-hmm. Harding or figure out um, themes like Rosaria Munda. Like I, I want it's more aspirational than anything. Yeah. Else. Yeah. And oh, this is another thing with rereading. It's I get a really good sense of what I like because if I really like certain things that certain authors do and it just makes me really happy to read them, I'll go reread them to get that same, rush that same of, feeling. Is, I really like how this is, how well this is done. Yeah. 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 I can definitely see that. I know there's some authors and some books that like how I feel when I read it is completely different from other books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I so love it, that. So it just gives me that excitement. Yeah. Like, this is so cool. Or like, yeah. this is one of my favorite tropes, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I'll like note those down like wow I like three of my favorite books involve this sort of character relationship yeah and I'll say maybe I can try to write one and 
like I won't do it as well. Right. I'll just try it. Let's try it. And maybe you will do it as well. After some practice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And more dragons. (laughs) Another thing with rereading, I guess, related is that sometimes I'm like in the mood for a certain thing, like a certain element of a book. Mm -hmm. I want to read a book with like, and I know that this book that I like has these elements and that can that can satisfy that yeah instead of like going to google like oh i want books that involve xyz and then i read one and it's disappointing right i'll be like i know (laughs) that this series has a great found family trope and it makes me feel things yeah so i'm gonna go back i'm just gonna go read it because i want that feeling Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i started rereading um the great library series by rachel kane yep yep Uh, and finished the audio for the first one yesterday okay um but that one it's first of all it's just really good like plot and world but also it's the best found family trope is it yes like i i I like that trope there's a lot of books i've read that incorporate it because it's popular yeah but that is the best one because it's a series well first of all it's like a series of five books so it has a long time to build build but also it's just so good and that's not why I'm rereading it. I'm rereading it just because I was sitting here and I felt, I'm like, I want to reread this series now. And then I checked out the audiobook and now I'm rereading And now you're rereading it. And now I'm rereading. That's awesome. Yes. But I'm always struck with the first one in that. Like, the main character keeps saying, like, doesn't like some of these people. Or he's like, this is the last time that we'll be together because we're going to, like, split up and go get different jobs or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you really think that, don't you? <laughs> That's funny. Like, you know more than the character at that point. I really love that. Yeah. So I can just watch their development as they, like, realize things. And I'm like, as they go through here, and I can see how they've changed, like, in reverse. Yeah. Instead of watching it go. Because sometimes, if you're again, if you're reading a series as it comes out, then it's very slow. Like, you know, like, I guess I'm going to use the example, like, I'm at college. And I come home and my brother is suddenly super tall. And I'm like, and I noticed that. You missed but something not, but there. Even if, if I were living there. <laughs> right. And like a gradual process. Because yep. grow gradually. E, so right. I wouldn't have known, realized it as much. Yeah. So kind of like that. So if I like reread everything at once, it's like. You get all. Yeah. I get all of that. Yeah. And that's why Angie likes to wait until the whole series is finished before she reads it. Because having that like long, year long period in between, you kind of lose that excitement maybe that you had for the book at first too um but yeah there's, there's like a, there's a series that i really enjoyed i read it when the second one came out it's a trilogy um i can't remember what's i think the first one is maybe crown of feathers or something they don't ride dragons they ride phoenixes oh uh, okay so but um i think it was 2020 the second one came out and i listened to the first two like back to back yeah and then the second one, or the third one, didn't come out for a year. And at that point, I'd forgotten everything that happened in the first two. I'm like, I don't really care enough to go back to read them. Like, I know I, I was, I had a really great time reading them at the time. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. I, I want to know what happens, but I don't remember enough to care what happens. Yeah. And then I don't care enough to reread. So I haven't read the third one. Yeah. And maybe someday maybe. I'll go back and reread the first two. When you haven't read Fireborn for the tenth time. <laughs> or after you have read it for the tenth time. Yeah. Well, Marilla... This is an enjoyable conversation. I really enjoyed listening to you talk about your passion for books and um, writing and all that. Thank you for sitting down with me. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do this again. Maybe once you're done with college, we can talk about what you're doing for jobs and everything. Yeah. 
Well, I really do appreciate you coming back and kind of visiting the library. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck for this upcoming school year and definitely keep in touch. And everyone go read Fireborn. Yes. Yes. Because Marilla said so. I say so, and it's like the best. The best. All right. Well, thank you, Marilla, and goodbye, everyone. That was a great conversation.